Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are y'all doing? The end of January upon us. How about that? I wouldn't have expected it, even though that's how calendars work. A lot, of, a lot, a lot of goals. There's a lot of goals this week. Holy crap, there's a lot of goals. In any case, we will get to all them goals. We will get to uh, some uh, some other fun stuff happen in there, uh, including a commit from one of the Maryland players, uh, Maryland native players. But uh, we'll start off with Team Maryland, who uh, last week faced off against the uh, Philadelphia HC in New Jersey, uh, and they uh, did not have the best of results, unfortunately, but they had another knock at the can, kick at the can, rather, mixing my metaphors here, against uh, PHC in Piney Orchard. So, they had that going for them on Thursday, and they came out victorious in this one. They got started off real quick. Tommy Tracy, only 33 seconds in a uh, turnover in the zone. A nice little pickoff during PHC's uh, breakout. Tracy comes across the top of the slot, rips one home all alone for his 15th of the season. Team Maryland up one to nothing, And Team Maryland really kept the pressure going on this, really not letting Philadelphia get any kind of momentum going, out shooting them 13-7, to but only able to net one goal in the frame. That's fine, though. Team Maryland really got back on the horse once again, and it wasn't until 6.33 of the second period where they got a two-goal lead. Nice little pass out in front from Jules Jardine right to Andrew Lowe. Uh, kick save out from Nick Hansen, uh, who is the uh, PHC goaltender, Low right there, pick up his own rebound for his seventh of the year. Jules Jardine with his seventh assist as well. Uh, Team Maryland up three to nothing. This uh, this period actually gave uh, Lincoln Crosby a little bit of a workout there with a uh, nine shots from PHC, their most in the entire game for a period. But Team Maryland still in control offensively uh, in this. And then uh, again, keeping the pedal down on this one. Fifteen shots to eight in the third period. One of them falling with under. Four minutes remaining. That's Sean Donahue getting his eighth of the season off. A nice little alley-oop pass from Matt O'Donnell over to uh, Connor McCow. And McCow just a no-look backhand pass to uh, Sean Donahue, who comes in forehand backhand goal light to make it 3-0 on a highlight reel play. Uh, and that puts Team Maryland in the winner's slot. They get the winner's purse 3-0. Lincoln Crosby, 24 saves. On the shutout on this one, a great, great game for Team Maryland, a good bounce-back game after uh, their loss up in Holladale last week. So that puts Team Maryland right now at uh, third spot, 16-14-4-2, 38 points, sitting third in the South Division. Uh, they are two points up on the Philadelphia Little Flyers, who have a game in hand, and also two points up on the Philadelphia uh, Hockey Club, who have uh, played one more game than Team Maryland. There'll be a real test this week, though. As uh, three games set up there in ProTech Wednesday, Thursday, Friday against the ProTech Junior Ducks, who are six points ahead of Team Maryland. So this could be a big swing of points for Team Maryland if they can, uh, you know, three of three would be ideal. Two of three would probably be uh, pretty solid as well. Swift, uh, you know, put the pendulum in their direction that way. So we will have to see what happens this week at ProTech. All games on hockey TV. All games noon Eastern. Too. So if you got a lunch break, you can get on uh, get on the interwebs, watch Team Maryland play. Uh, if you can't get up to the pro-tech area, uh, I would go ahead and uh, you go ahead and watch them. Check them out. Support Team Maryland as they 
are in the final throws. I think this is the last full month of uh, play in the EHL. So get while the getting's good. I needed to start with Team Maryland because they only had three goals on the weekend. The Maryland Terrapins, uh, Division Two squad, they played this weekend, and they totaled 20 goals in two games. So it's one of those situations where I needed a little bit of vocal warm-up before we talk about the game that happened in this one. They started off on the road. Uh, they went up to uh, Westchester, which is apparently the best Chester from what people have told me. Uh, I don't believe it, and the score would dictate that as well. As six first-period goals carried the uh, the Maryland Terrapins to a 12-2 victory over the Golden Rams. We'll start off 138 in at a power play situation. Uh, and uh, Travis DeShane was able to find Matthew Kravitsky with uh, a nice little streak pass. Kravitsky made no doubt about it for his fifth. Uh, DeShane, his 18th assist. Liam Eden with his 14th uh, assist of the year. Uh, and it's Liam Eden's birthday, so that was nice for him. Happy birthday there, Liam. Uh, we go to the middle part of the frame. Team uh, Maryland really pressuring the Golden Rams, although the Golden Rams pushing back as they had a, a, a wide array of penalties to choose from to uh, have open fire Henry Patelier, but uh, nothing doing as of yet. 10.54 into the frame. Liam Eden gets on the board. Uh, a block pass that Andrew Iskovich was probably trying to cross ice it, but uh, that's fine. Eden picks it up, puts it home. His 14th of the year. Iskovich's fifth assist. Tucker Healy, 13th assist on the season. Terps up to to nothing. Then it was the Max Noonan show for the next two goals in under a minute. Uh, 12.38 in. Noonan gets his 23rd of the year. A little tap in at the side of the net uh, from a Trevor Drake pass over. Uh, Trevor Drake's 14th assist on the year on Noonan's 23rd goal. Kravitsky, his 7th assist. And then 58 seconds later, Max Noonan again. Uh, a nice little steal in the uh, offensive zone. Rips one home, his 24th of the year, all alone. And uh, Terps up 4 to nothing. Under five minutes remaining, though, one of the power plays for the Terps goes and bites him in the butt as William Dickinson gets his ninth of the year for the Golden Rams, and that puts it up 4-1. to one. But worry not, 26 seconds later, Daniel uh, Tomaszewski with a nice little play in front of the net, his fifth of the year. Kravitsky with his second assist of the night, uh, eighth of the year. Terps up 5-1, to one, and then with only 19 seconds remaining, Tucker Healy adds a sixth goal. Coming down the right side on the power play, uh, Potts at home, nice little pass from Hunter Airy. Uh, gives Healy his ninth of the year, Airy's seventh assist. Uh, Patrick Biganowski with his 12th assist. Maryland up 6-1 after one. The Golden Rams again would cash in on a power play as Maryland could not stay out of the box, it seems like, especially in the second period. Uh, three straight penalties to start it off. William Dickinson again, power play specialist there, his 10th of the season, making it 6-2, to two, but Maryland would come back less than three minutes later. Brian Teske. Getting in on the action, a slapper from the point going right through for his fifth of the year, Thomas Shevsky with his 12th assist of the season. Then Liam Eden with a minute and one left. A nice little takeaway in the slot, picks it off, puts it home. His 15th of the year, second of the game, all alone. Man, Maryland up 8-2 to two on this one. They would not let up at all. Andrew DePoy getting in 5-16 into the frame. Uh, just just an in-zone keep by Brandon Chen. Great work by him, keeping it in, and then next thing you know, top shelf in it, boom. His eighth of the year for Andrew DePoy. Brandon Chen, his fourth assist 
of the season. And then on the birthday, the birthday boy gets to celebrate with a hat trick. 747 and taking off with his 16th of the season. Uh, just a turnover in deep worked by Tucker Healy and Patrick Biganowski. Pass it over to Eden. Eden makes no doubt his 16th of the year. Maryland up 10-2 to at this point. Uh, with uh, under three minutes remaining, James Body gets his second of the year. A backhander goal set up by Trevor Drake. Uh, Trevor Drake's 15th assist. And then Brian Teske with 55 seconds lift off the faceoff from Tucker Healy. Rips one home, his sixth of the season. Healy's 15th assist. Too many to not enough. That's the final. Terps win. Batelier with uh, 32 saves in this one. Maryland getting 61 shots on net, too. So 23-6 to six in the third period alone. Really clamping down. Even though they had uh, 27, or, or they had uh, a lot of penalties. They had 16 minutes in penalties. Uh, Westchester had 10, so they weren't any better. But at the same time, kind of rough. Kind of rough on that one. But all well and good. Big victory in this one. And then we go to Saturday night back at the friendly confines of the uh, Gardens Ice House in beautiful Laurel, Maryland. Uh, they took on Drexel. Drexel Dragons in this. And, uh, again, another big dub here, 8-4 to four, the victory. Uh, skit started off with uh, Trevor Drake on the power play. A nice little one-timer. Great work around and set up by the bumper in front. I don't have the actual uh, the actual stats here. I don't have the uh, the game sheet, but I did watch the game. So uh, the Maryland hockey folk do a great job of uh, getting their archives up and, uh, you know, having that stuff there. So that's awesome to have. So, anyway, Drake, power play goal, one-timer. Good work around by that power play. One nothing Terps. Um, then Liam Eden, two on one, stretching the goalie across. He pots one home, and it is now two to nothing. Brandon Chen then on a two on one as well, driving the net. First goal is a Terp. Uh, hard work in there, and boom, gets in there. They get that puck, and away they go. Fourth Maryland goal. Brian Tasky is shot uh, from the half wall, just through everybody, through a screen. No one's picked it up even now, and made it uh, four Cobb. For the Terps, uh, I think it was actually 4-1 to one at that point. And then the fifth goal, uh, Matthew Kravitsky with a tap-in on the open side off a nice little pass, 5-1 uh, to one at that point. Sixth goal, Liam Eden on the power play. Quick passes around the zone, finds Eden in front. Platow, there we go. And I think it was the only goal in the second period for Maryland. I think uh, Drexel also had a goal. In the third period, Terps uh, getting things going again. Uh, Max Newham, a tight angle shot over the goalie shoulder, almost a goal line shot, bottom of the circle. Pots it over the goalie's shoulder at 7-2 at this point. Drexel gets two quick goals, trying to make things a little bit uh, tight for the Terps, but that is not to be. Noonan coming out of the penalty box, gets a nice little breakaway pass. He makes no doubt, and there you go. 8-4 to the score, 8-4 to the final. Aiden Jones gets the dub in net for the Terps, and the Terps, they are rolling right now. I think that could have been for uh, top spot in the playoffs in the ACCHL. We'll have to see. I don't know how the uh, – or the MACH, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what's going on with that. But in any case, they are they could be top seed. They're doing they're looking pretty fancy, let me tell you now. I mean, uh, you look at their uh, their record. Their record's pretty, 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 pretty good uh, overall. Seven – or, yeah, 17-2-1, I think now. So, um, yeah, good times, great memories. And we'll see what happens with the University of Maryland as they head – forward on that. I think they're missing a couple actually wins there for University of Maryland. I think they might be closer to 18 to win one. Uh, regardless, they're rolling. Playoffs are coming up. They got uh, two games this weekend, the last two games of the regular season. Ryder uh, at home, and then they'll go up to Delaware to take on the Blue Hens. Those games will both be 
broadcast it on YouTube, not only for the Maryland Hockey Network, but I think also the Delaware Hockey Now has their broadcast um, for the uh, M2. They always had the, the Blue Hens uh, broadcast. So that's uh, you got that. You got options. You got options, folks. The Stevenson NCAA squad got some home cooking as they were at the Reisterstown Sportplex uh, on uh, Friday night, and they took uh, took on Arcadia, and they had a big, big dub for them as they win 7 nothing on Friday night on home ice. Always good for them to uh, get things going. And I'll start at 5-18 in Austin Master, fresh off his uh, time at the, the uh, University Games, gets right back in the lineup, gets things going for... Uh, Stevenson quickly and McCanny on the assist there, one nothing Stevenson. That's where they would go into the break. As uh, you know, Stevenson really keeping things uh, on edge and, and keeping things in their offensive zone, holding uh, Acadia to only f- uh, five shots in the first frame, and uh, they really outshot them in the second frame as well, sixteen to five on that end of things. So a, a big, big defensive battle for this squad who has had some little bit of issues here, uh, possibly. I mean, you know, defensively, you could say that. But I think overall this team has done fairly well both in their own zone and the offensive zone. But the second period, uh, that's when Stevenson's offense really shone through, especially in the last three minutes of that frame. Uh, started off 4-0-1 into the frame. Eric Olsen uh, gets uh, pots one on the power play from Frank Vitucci and Jack Carlson. And then with under three minutes remaining, uh, so 2.53 to the end of the period. Three straight goals from the uh, Mustangs here. Alex Revey get things started for the 3-0 goal from Kyle Lightfoot and Malcolm Palmer. Then Brendan Rylott, uh, 42 seconds later from John Musella, making it 4-0. Then Frank Vitucci with 29 seconds remaining for Musella and McCanny, making it 5-0 going into the third period. And uh, third period, kind of a, a little bit of a uh, pedal, you know, foot off the pedal. For Stevenson, only registering nine shots, but two of them did go in. The first one from Evan Beers at 11:53 from uh, Lightfoot and Rive, making it six nothing. Uh, on the power play, though, Acadia will get on the board. Connor Bowie with his uh, with with a goal on the power play, but then Stevenson gets her own power play goal back. 1:16 remaining as uh, Liam McCanny gets on the scoreboard again. Uh, his uh, third point of the night. Jack Carlson finds him on the power play goal. That's all she wrote for that one. Stevenson gets a big dub, 7-1. to one. Ryan Kenny, 14 saves in the winning effort. Uh, it says he only played, uh, oh, yeah, he did only play 35 minutes, or, or sorry, 53 minutes. Gave way to Ford DeLoss. Uh, DeLoss did give up the last goal in the last seven minutes, so uh, it's, uh, it, it is what it is in any case. Uh, there you go. Uh, Stevenson really keeping it out. And then uh, they go up to Acadia. For the next game, and uh, shut them out, five nothing in this one. Start off on just the fourth shot for the Mustangs. Uh, Frank Vitucci finding the back of the net with uh, after Austin Masters found him 45 seconds into the power play, uh, and then Jack Carlson getting a secondary on that. Uh, Ryan Kenny perfect through one, ten shots faced, ten shots stopped. But the uh, second period was all Stevenson, 22 shots on net. And uh, another power play goal, Eric Olson getting the uh, getting the goal on that 451 in Austin Mastered with his primary, Liam McCanny, the secondary assist. Evan Beers makes it 3-0, uh, 1637 in. Masters and Vitucci with the assist on that. And then 31 seconds later, Jake the Snake Roberts 
Potts went home all alone with a four to nothing lead going into the second intermission. And then another power play goal. We hadn't seen this guy all weekend, but the power play specialist himself, Aiden McDowell, getting in on that. Potten one home, makes it 5 nothing just at the ha- halfway point of the third period. Kyle Lightfoot on the assist. And then lo and behold, boom, it's over. 5 nothing the victory. Ryan Kenny, 23 stops of the year. Three assists from Austin Masters. His second three-point performance of the season, first coming in November. Uh, Vitucci with a second consecutive uh, a goal and assist game. And Liam McKinney increasing his point scoring streak to four games on that. Uh, what's next for the uh, the good old uh, Stevenson NCAA squad? Well, it's their last home game of the weekend. They only got two weekends left. Uh, they have a home and home against Newman this weekend, senior night at the Sportsplex, uh, uh, 7 p.m. start time for that. Um, so they have, and then we'll go up to Aston the next night to take on them. Yeah, two weekends of UCHE play, and then we go into playoff mode and see where that can go from there. But this week was also solid. Uh, for Ryan Kenny, who got UCHC Player of the Week. Sorry, Goalie of the Week. So a uh, big uh, big ups to him. He also got MAC Player, Defensive Player of the Week honors as well in hockey. Of course, uh, he had a big, big weekend, did not allow a goal. All 37 shots that he faced, he stopped. <laughs> Poor DeLoss, I feel sorry for the boy. But uh, good on him for getting into some games. So uh, we will see what happens now with uh, Kenny and the team as they take on a uh, pivotal role. A uh, pitiful game against Newman. We'll go to the Stevenson ACHA squad real quick uh, as they had their senior night against Drexel. And uh, Stevenson carrying carrying things really well, having a great second uh, spring semester, rather, as uh, they go ahead and they defeat Drexel. Three to nothing goals and uh, in each period. And uh, a very big game for them. Uh, as they uh, look to improve in the spring semester. First start off shorthanded, Bryce Doherty with his second goal of the year, 12-20 in, all alone. And Stevenson up one to nothing quickly. Second period, all Mustangs in this one. 15-2 on shots against Drexel. Of course, Drexel getting worn down by the Terps uh, prior to that. But even still, uh, a hell of a showing from Stevenson here. Paid off for one goal. Zach Garneau is fourth of the year from Owen Cornett. And Matt Doan makes it uh, two to nothing. Stevenson. And then midway through the third period, Gavin Kane, his second of the year from Brendan Jesse for his fourth assist. And uh, that made it three to nothing. Stevenson actually got out shot in the third period, 11 to nine, but it would not matter as uh, Stevenson wins three to nothing. Uh, Jonathan Vitti, 22 of 22 for the shutout. Of the year, and then they had a nice little celebration uh, off the rink grounds for the seniors. So congratulations to those seniors. Now, uh, still work to be done. Still two more games uh, as they will be at Georgetown uh, this weekend and then taking on Ryder at the uh, RecPlex or Sportplex for the last games of Stevenson's D2 before, I don't know, playoffs, if everyone gets into the playoffs for the MACH. But uh, we will have to check it out. But... There you go. That is the update from the HCHA squad. Let's stay in Town. How about the women's squad real quick? Uh, the women's squad, uh, not 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 a, not a great showing uh, against Lebanon Valley this weekend. Uh, they got off to a good start on Friday as uh, they get up one nothing midway through the first period. Megan Swick pots one home. Carly Aguirre and Gracie Payne on the assist. 
but uh, somehow, some way, just could not get the offense going after that. I mean, they only uh, they only had they had 13 shots in the uh, first and third periods, but the second period kind of damned them. Only four shots on net and uh, nothing doing on any of those shots. So, you know, they they had to hope for the best, but. Things spit them in the butt halfway through. Katrina Strauss of Lebanon Valley pots one home to tie the game halfway through, and then there was a uh, a back and forth in the third period. Like I said, Stevenson putting shots on, Lebanon Valley putting shots on, only one fell, and that was from uh, Cheyenne Wilk, 17-37 in under three minutes remaining, 2-1, to one, and that would be your final Stevenson, a heartbreaking loss, 2-1 uh, to one here. Olivia DeGuire with 28 saves in the game. Uh, didn't face much in the first, but faced a lot in the last two periods. So a uh, little bit of a heartbreaker there, but they came were able to come back home, maybe get some home cooking, hoping that things worked well against Lebanon Valley. And unfortunately, uh, they kind of did, kind of did not. A 2-2 tie in this one. Uh, again, a pretty even Steven matchup. Through uh, two periods of play, uh, we get started first period though with uh, 46 seconds remaining. Jade Julius of Lebanon Valley pots one home, making it one to nothing. And you know that's that's how we went to the first intermission. Nothing happened in the second, even though 24 combined shots between both teams uh, registered on the shot clock. No goals to be had there. But 154 into the third period, Cassie Campbell ties the game up on an assist from Hannah Labby. There we go. We have a uh, tie game. Stevenson would get on top there. Uh, two to one, Emily Brightbill. 9.34 into the period. Cassie Campbell, Labby with the and uh, Labby with the assist there. Uh, Stevenson looking good, but with under seven minutes remaining, Grace Mayer of the Lebanon Valley Dutch women, Lady Dutchman. I don't know how that works. Uh, two to two, and that's where we kind of went out. Nothing happened in overtime, so it officially ends in a tie. But Lebanon Valley wins in the shootout, I'm assuming, getting an extra point on uh, the game there for the uh, for the conference conference point on that one. Olivia DeGuire, 37 saves in this game as well. as shots were pretty dang even, 40-39 to 39, uh, in favor of Stevenson there. So Stevenson right now, they are looking ahead. They have a couple more weekends left. They will take on Chatham at home. Uh, this weekend, 3 o'clock uh, afternoon games at the Reisterstown Sportplex. If you have the chance to get out there, please do support your teams. Uh, then they have uh, two more weekends after that before playoffs them hit. So we will have to see what this team is going right now. Uh, overall, eh, it hasn't been great. Away from the rink, it hasn't been great uh, for the team. 1-9 and nine, uh, away from Reisterstown Sportplex. A 6-1-1 one one record, though, at home. So the fact that four of the last six games are at home, a good uh, good feeling for them as they sit 7-10-1 and one, uh, on the season so far. So go check out the ladies if you can. Go check them out. Go give them some support. Push them on to the playoffs. Sticking with the women's game, the Naval Academy women started back up uh, once again. I think they are actually back up the other week. But, um, oh, man, I am just looking at the score sheet now. Uh, they didn't have the score sheet up when I first wrote the, wrote the rundown, and I'm seeing it now. Oh, boy. Um, they took on Loyola on Saturday night uh, in uh, in Loyola. I think that was at the Reisterstown Sportplex as well, uh, or from Mount Pleasant. Either way, Navy comes out of this one with a big, big win, 8-1 to one, the final here. 
got started off 447 and Lauren Power with her 12th of the season from Samantha Clark for her 12th assist and Alexis Smith her third assist one nothing Navy Samantha Clark then got on the score sheet on the power play all alone her 14th goal of the season two to nothing Navy Lauren Power got her second goal of the game her 13th of the year 1257 into it Clark with her 13th assist second of the game and Marguerite Schillinger 10th goal or 10th assist of the season three to nothing and then with about five minutes remaining Christina Cornelio her 27th goal of the year Schillinger her 11th assist Alexis Smith her fourth assist both second assist on the game Navy up four to nothing Lauren Power decided, you know what, I got one, uh, got two on the even strength. How about some shorthanded work? Midway through the uh, second period, a shorthanded goal, her 14th of the year. Uh, Samantha Clark uh, with her 14th assist of the year, third assist of the game, and Brooke Gautier with her sixth assist of the season. Navy up five to nothing. Cornelio then gets her 28th of the year, 1240 in. Uh, Lindsey Beitch with her seventh assist. That makes it six to nothing Navy, and then the seven uh, seven to nothing score happened. One thirty one left in the frame. Lexis Smith gets on the scoring side of the, uh, of the sheet. Uh, Schillinger twelfth assist of the year, third of the game. Kirsta Wheelock her seventh assist of the season. It is seven to nothing Navy. Navy would get a, a power play goal six twenty six in uh, real quick off of that one. Uh, Samantha Clark with a goal her second of the game. Gauthier her second assist and seventh of the year. Schillinger her fourth assist. And 13th of the year. Uh, sorry. Yep. Nope. Yep. Her fourth assist and 13th of the year. That's how math works. Um, a little bit of a bright spot for Loyola. Sophia Theodore Pot in her seventh of the season. Uh, 828 into the frame, but that would be all she wrote. Navy wins 8 to 1, out shooting Loyola 63 to 5. Uh, Grace Lunder, 55 saves. In the uh, in the defeat, uh, Secret Schwartzkopf with three saves in the uh, the last forty minutes. Maggie Kos- uh, Colasa with one save in the first twenty minutes. Mm. Navy is a powerhouse. That's all I'm going to say about that. Navy is a powerhouse. Um, for Loyola, they have uh, their second to last game. They will take on Maryland uh, this weekend, Saturday night game. Uh, I believe it's yeah, it's at home, so it's at the Reisterstown Sportplex. So, uh, or Mount Pleasant, I can't remember which is their their home ice. They played this one at the uh, Reisterstown Sportplex, so it'll be at the Sportplex. So, go ahead and uh, check them out if you can on Saturday night. But Navy was back at it again on Sunday night, as uh, they or Sunday morning, rather, as they took on Rowan, and this was kind of a battle for first in the division. And uh, Rowan, of course, before the uh, before the break, gave Navy their second defeat of the year, uh, right before Christmas break. That was stewing a bit for the uh, midshipmen, and uh, here we are with a big two to nothing win. Uh, Rowan really offensively in the first period, really on Navy, uh, potting eleven shots uh, towards uh, Maggie Colossa and Colossa stomping them all, uh, coming up big for a hu- uh, for a bit of them. Then the second period. Uh, tide turned a little bit for Navy as they get a couple power plays. Lauren Power cashing in on one, her 15th of the year all alone, and it is one to nothing Navy at the break. Then in the sec- or in the third period, uh, Rome was trying. They had a couple power plays early, 
uh, or in the middle of the frame, rather, could not convert, but Christina Cornelia was a shorthanded goal for her 29th of the year, 2 to nothing Navy, and then uh, Colossa and the defense were able to shut it down, and that's all she wrote, 2 to nothing Navy. Big win there, Colossa with 28 saves in the winning effort, uh, and Navy is uh, doing great. They have their last game this weekend against Villanova on Saturday at home at McMullen Sportplex. Leave us a morning game, I want to say 11 a.m. Uh, check your local listings for more, but I think you guys should go down and see what this team can do. Uh, they have been nothing but fantastic, and I think that they, uh, you know, you guys should go out and support them as their their road to national starts as well. Uh, the men are already there for winning the ECHA, so we will have to see if the women can head out there as well. Towson had uh, two games this weekend. Alabama came up to face them. Uh, no video link. No score sheet, not uh, not a great time for Towson and no wins, unfortunately, out of this. Bama wins 8-1 to one on Friday. A little bit closer on Saturday as uh, Bama only won 5-2, to two, but Towson uh, did not, uh, don't know who scored on any. I, I know Drew Lustig scored the Friday night goal. No updates from Towson at all on what the heck happened Saturday. So, is what it is. Towson... Uh, drops two. They will take on Navy, uh, who is at Temple. Uh, on, Navy takes on Towson, uh, and then Navy is at Temple on Saturday. Towson takes on Navy at home up there at Mount Pleasant, and then Lehigh comes to town on Saturday to take them on and see what they do. I think Towson still has a couple more games left uh, overall. Uh, I think Navy, this might be their last games until Crab Pot. So there's that. Now let's get to some kind of D three ish action. I I I will I will claim ignorance on this. I will wholly claim ignorance on this. I do not know if Navy Navy on the on the they have the M two squad on the uh, YouTube link as the header. They play they they play in the ACCHL, which I think is is a is a D three thing. Can someone clarify that for me from from the Naval Academy? Can can someone Kind of help me out through that, so I'm not disrespecting you guys by putting you you in the D3 when you shouldn't be. In any case, um, Navy, we'll get to them. They had a great homestand for themselves, uh, starting off with uh, against Catholic University. Oh, oh, baby. One second remaining in overtime, Reese Dalzell. Reese Dalzell, shorthanded it looks like. His second of the year from Ben Gribb and uh, Samuel Zimmerman. That was the game winner. One second left. Fall and flips it home. What a game. What a goal. And Navy taking home the dubs. Uh, Robert Vedra also got a goal. Lincoln Jones uh, as well. Samuel Zimmerman with that assist. Derek Scott with an assist as well. Dels, uh, Dalzell again with a goal. Tuggy Erdenbat. Uh, with an assist. I'm sure I butchered that last name, Tuggy, but uh, shout out. Luke Gasper with a goal, uh, as uh, Chris Savetta with a goal. Ben Gribb, like I said, on the assist. Cardo Castres with, uh, with the win in net for Navy. So a big, dramatic win, but hey, they had to come back and take on the University of Maryland Terrapins D3 squad on uh, Saturday. And this one was thrilling in that there was a goal scored beyond early in the game. And uh, it it's it stuck. It was the it was the game winner, and it stuck. And uh, boy, howdy, what a time that was for Navy. 
Samuel Zimmerman, who uh, you know had a had a game the night before, scores one with uh, three twenty with two thirty three remaining in the first on the power play, and that held. That held. Nathaniel Schmidt uh, gets the shutout for Navy, and Navy takes two little wins for themselves uh, going into uh, this week, which is pretty good. Uh, pretty pretty dang solid for that squad uh, after a, a bit of a long layoff. And then, uh, yeah, getting some uh, limited, limited, limited stuff there. Up next is Salisbury. They'll welcome the Seagulls into the Naval Academy in the McMullen Ice Arena. And then on Saturday... Georgetown University comes rolling up the road to uh, to the MAC, and uh, it'll be a good time to see these guys play. They're on a roll right now, uh, and uh, see what they can do against these other local DMV teams. Uh, seven o'clock at McMullen, uh, seven uh, on Friday night, seven thirty Saturday night. Uh, don't you dare miss it. Great place to see a game too. So go check out uh, the Navy M two uh, M two squad. Montgomery College split the weekend against Old Dominion. As uh, Friday night, they took the 5-3 win against the uh, Dukes, Old Dominion Dukes. I think that's right. Uh, Kyle Meester had two goals in this one. Matt Posterino with an assist and 12 minutes in penalties. Impressive. Tyler Compton with a goal. Kenny Wong with two assists. But Brandon Cavey was the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour. A goal and three helpers. Uh, as was Andrew Kravitsky. Uh, one goal, three helpers, and a big dub. That Peyton O'Keefe. With an assist there, Just, uh, Justin Bell, 31 saves in the victory. But they were not as lucky in the second game. Four goals in the first period from ODU sunk Montgomery College, 6-2 uh, to two being the final there. Two goals from uh, uh, Peyton O'Keefe, assist from Paul Weiss, Tyler Compton, and Shane Sweeney. Montgomery College heads up to Alvernia, their last two games of the year, uh, and then they will... Uh, who knows? Think playoffs happen. I think that's what happens, right? I don't know. C- CHF, um, interesting league. I will tell you. I will. I will tell you that much. But uh, playoffs, playoffs are coming. So we will see where Montgomery College slots in on that. UMBC went up to Bucknell. Did not. Uh, did not end well in Bucknell, as they dropped this one six to two. No scoring on what's happening there. But that's fine. It's all good. We will move onward and upward. So will UMBC. Uh, their first half record of 5-3-1. Second half, not too great, but they will get going. ODU, they'll go out to Old Dominion uh, to take them on and then come back home to take on Maryland's D3 squad. They'll face those guys uh, twice in two weeks, so we will see how that uh, how that meanders from there. Johns Hopkins went up to Gettysburg and gave a dress of their, of a dress of their own. As uh, they win 3-1, to one, the Blue Jays really pot at home. Jack Jerkovich with two goals. Lester Zhu with uh, a goal. Dan Longmere, the goaltender, 35 of 36 uh, in a big dub for them. Uh, they will be back home. Uh, oh, that was the home game, wasn't it? Oh, no. They played Millersville on, uh, fri- on uh, Saturday night or on Sunday, and there's no score for the Sunday game against Millersville. My goodness, there's no game and there's no, there's no results for them. So we will be forever wondering what's going on with Johns Hopkins uh, and uh, and their game. So we'll see what's up with them. But, uh, yeah, uh, Johns Hopkins at least with one win on the weekend overall. Stevenson's D3 squad was up in western Pennsylvania for a little bit of a uh, showcase there. And unfortunately only uh, two games looked like they were registered 
or, or one game looks like it registered, even though they played all three. Uh, against IUP, <clears throat> they uh, dropped that one 5-1, to one, uh, getting outshot 56-17. to 17. I believe that was the final count. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was uh, not so grand there. They took on St. Vincent the next night. A little fair, a little better, 9-5 to five was the, the score in that one. Uh, still couldn't, uh, unfortunately, find that dub. And then on uh, on Sunday, to end it out, they lost 8-2 to to the University of Pittsburgh, Johnstown. Goals from Robert Johnson, the fourth, his fourth of the year, and, and Zev Westcott, his seventh of the year. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, nothing happened there. Matthew Cunningham, 47 saves in the defeat for Stevenson. Get to some players. And uh, one big players news is the... Uh, News from Jack Spicer making a commitment to the University of ne- Nebraska Omaha, 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 and uh, he will be part of the Mavericks squad starting in 2024. Still has another year of junior eligibility, a couple years of junior eligibility left, rather. So he's going to take another year before he jumps into that role. Of course, Nebraska Omaha also has a pretty solid goaltender uh, in net right now. So uh, another year of seasoning ain't too bad for the Rockville native. Who is 17, 5, and 0, 273 goals against, 989 save percentage. Uh, and he got two dubs this weekend. Uh, we'll start off with him. Why not? We're already here. 6 to 3 win against Lincoln on Friday night, 24 saves in that one. And then a 5 to 1 win against Cedar Rap. Or no, is that Sioux City? That's Sioux City. Uh, Musketeers, green and yellow, threw me off. 20 saves on that one. So uh, two big wins for Jack Spicer. Uh, and his announcement Sunday capping off. A big weekend for him, so congrats to him for uh, going ahead and getting that. Uh, he had to figure as a matter of time. He's been playing so well in Waterloo, uh, and uh, it was just a matter of time before he got picked up. And uh, now he's going to be in the NCHC, which is a pretty tough conference, uh, coming from a guy who should know, considering you know I watch that nonstop uh, up here in North Dakota. Micah Berger got himself an assist. Uh, on Friday night for the Wenatchee Wild over the uh, Vernon Vipers. They they lost on that one. They won on Saturday, uh, but uh, no points for Berger on that one. He has uh, 12 assists on the year, 28 points overall, better than a point per game uh, for the Wenatchee Wild for the Bethesda, Maryland native. William Lawrence had himself a weekend. He got himself a, a goal in each of the games for Johnstown, a goal on Friday night and a goal on Saturday night as uh, they win Six nothing, three two on those ones. That puts him up to six goals on the year, eleven points in thirty-two games for the uh, the NHL rookie out of Bethesda. Keeping the Bethesda line going, uh, Graham McPhee goes to the AHL and uh, he, or sorry, from the AHL to the ECHL. He had himself a decent weekend. Uh, two assists in his first game in the ECHL for the Fort Wayne Comets in a win over the Iowa Heartlanders, and an assist on Saturday night against the same Heartlanders, but did not have a point on Sunday night against the Heartlanders. So three assists in three games so far uh, after, you know, not so great of an AHL stint uh, with five assists or five points in 24 games. Uh, we'll see what he can do in Fort Wayne and see if he can bump himself back up, get that confidence going, and uh, move onward and upward from there. Hey, watch out. Bryce Montgomery's a scorer now, everybody. Two goals for the big defenseman in the 7-1 victory over Muskegon for his Cedar Rapids Rough Riders. Uh, Montgomery just whipping it in there. Boom. Got to love it. That's four goals on the year for him. Uh, seven points overall in 24 games for the big defenseman uh, out of uh, the Bowie area, though they're now claiming D.C., but we'll go with Bowie for now. 
because we don't want to lose that one. We had a tough enough thing again with with Stephen Holiday trying to get him back. Um, Cameron O'Neill back on the ice again after a bit of a bit of a break. Um, actually, that was last week at a break, but he's now back in full form as he had a goal and assist on Thursday night and a goal on Friday night, but uh, both losses for his Tri City Storm against the Fargo Force uh, in the little uh, showcase that they had down there in Tejas. And that'll do it. We've done it. How about that? I uh, hope you guys have a good week. Enjoy yourself. Stay warm if you can. Up here, it's cold as hell. So, uh, going to do our best down here. Hey, uh, see uh, Chesapeake HW Pod. That's where you can get some news and updates and things of that ilk heading that way. Um, and then also uh, Facebook.com slash Clutch and Crab Hockey for updates there. ClutchandCrabHockey.com uh, for more of stuff there. Trying to get some more stuff into it. We're trying. We're trying, but it's hard. But we're trying. Uh, in any case, uh, thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the face of Hockey Show Media Faction, powered by Podcast Monsters. Uh, like I said, check out these socials. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, be safe, be smart. Play that clutch and crab hockey, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace.